Hey everyone, and welcome back to another week with the HLP. This week, I wanted to let everyone know that we are having a community night, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Friday, February 24th. So join us in the Discord and have a great community night with us once again. With that, I will welcome you into episode 237, Return the Stab. and things that go boom, then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 237. Why'd you count that on your fingers? I count it on my fingers every episode. Every single time. Yep. Every yeah, single dude, time. It's been for, hundreds of episodes. For like <laughs> every the past, single time. Probably, probably for the past 230 yeah. episodes. <laughs> I, I, I mimic what you're saying. And then when you get to the episode number, I say the episode number as well. I know and then you I flash it out on, on my fingers. I know you mouth the episode Every time. Number. Yeah. I didn't know you did it on your fingers. How is yeah. this the first time you do? I, I'm legitimately shocked. Yeah, I just... In the early the, days, I think I even you, got pictures you of you notice. doing it. Yeah. I understand. You just don't want to look at Steve very much. So <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you learn something new every day. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I knew you did it at one point, but we've been doing this for so long. I yeah. just forgot you did it. Mm-hmm. Just white noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's not even noise. You're not even making noise. I just see it out of the corner of my eye mm. doing something over there. White visual noise. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. You're a visual artifact on the corner of my cornea. <laughs> Oh, uh, what are you drinking? <laughs> Got that right, Brooks. Yeah, it's, it's. I don't know when this comes out. Does it come out right around Valentine's Day? Pretty close. Uh, after. Uh, it comes out a week after. Yeah, week but after. No, uh, not, not too far away. It's not Valentine's Day yet, listeners. While we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm drinking a beer tonight. It's called In the Cards. It's one from Pollyanna Brewing Company. It's a hazy American pale ale, and that is Pollyanna in Lamont, Illinois. So. I've had this one a couple times before on the show. It's a tall boy. Always enjoy it. It's got a really cool can. We got some Harrow looking cards on there. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Ooh. That's it. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Pollyanna, I'm drinking a Totally Naked. From, oh, uh, sure. It's a uh, Tim brought it and left it at my house. Yeah. I've had that many a time. Yeah. It's pretty good. I've done that many a time too. Totally Naked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I care- doubt it. Mm, careful, Valentine's Day's coming up. <laughs> Show me. You don't want to be caught totally, totally naked by your Valentine. <laughs> Ooh, are you blushing? It's got rosy cheeks. Yeah, I. You can't tell. It's uh, it's the light. So I uh, am. Yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> Haley, you drinking anything good over there? Um, I have a two robbers pineapple ginger. Emily, you got anything good? I do. I have another pressed seltzer, and you're not going to believe the flavor this week. Am I going to be impressed? <laughs> <laughs> it is pineapple basil this time. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, that's not lingonberry like I thought you were going to say. Really mixing it up. Well, Valentine's Day is coming. Got to get that pineapple in. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. <laughs> 
That's what they say, Valentine. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you know what they say about pineapples. You know what they say. Don't turn one t- turn that frown upside down, listeners. <laughs> when I moved into my new apartment, that was about the time that we were talking about upside down pineapples on the zone of truth for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I went to Target and needed a new doormat and almost bought a pineapple doormat and was just going to have a pineapple upside down in front of my house. And then I was just like, why am I doing that? It's like, <laughs> like wh- who is this for? <laughs> but would you like, get it? Would you think it's yeah, funny? Like, I mean, I would think it's funny, but like, I don't know. It's kind of weird. You then, can't. Yeah. You can't really be a swinger if you're by yourself in your apartment, right? Exactly. That's the point, right? It's it's purely for the bit. Well, you just got to, when, any, when anyone comes and knocking, you just got to say, oh, my significant other's out of town, but I'm still game. <laughs> <laughs> that was scandalous. I'm still like, game. Sir, there's only one toothbrush in this uh, in this bathroom. <laughs> well, they needed to bring their only toothbrush to their work trip that they're on. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> Along with their entire wardrobe. And they're missing Valentine's Day. <laughs> Brooke, Brooks, what you got over there? Yeah, I've got the I've got the Patreon drink. Um, the Valentine's surprise. Um, I'm not gonna lie. This like is about ago, man. looks pretty. <laughs> looks pretty brown. Yeah. So it's been a messy not Valentine's the Valentine's Day. surprise that one would want. I guess. Um, thank you, Ellie. It's actually Speak for yourself. It's a root beer float with fireball. Um, um, I haven't tried it yet. It's okay, called so, delayed fireball. So is it root beer, vanilla ice cream, and fireball? Yes. Mm. It's heavy on the whiskey, or I guess fireball. Cinnamon. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that that's, it really clashes with, with root beer. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's strange. Like... I don't know. Too loud. Yeah, I always people in the same that room with at like the same time. Fireball and soda. Oh. I never, never been a fan of like Fireball and dark soda. All right, I realized I already had one ad- anecdote at top, but I think this one's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one time I went to a minor league baseball game with my brother, and we brought in a flask of Fireball, and we were going to mix it with uh with a with a soda that we got from the concessions, but we couldn't agree on what soda that we wanted, so uh, we got one giant Mountain Dew. And mix Fireball and Mountain Dew in the bathroom. Oh, and, uh, what? It was Why? maybe the worst choice. It was kind of like a neither of us were going to win, so we were both going to lose situation. That's the worst. Oh. Yep. You couldn't decide, so you unanimously decided to punish one another. Yes. Yikes. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what happened. What soda does work with it? Is it like uh, Big Red's a soda, right? Is that a, is that a cinnamon soda? No, no, it, that's not at all. That's also mean? not a soda. Yeah, it is. It is. No, big there red is. cola. Oh, I mean that's a, yeah, big that that's a, a that soda, a red cream soda. About? Are you talking about something else? That's what I'm talking about. How is that not a soda? Okay, so I because if it's big red soda, I do know what that is. It's not big red gum, Haley. There's a lot of different ones, but it's uh, I don't. It's it's red cream soda though. That's not like cinnamon. Like I think that's where I was like confused because I felt like you were trying to get at like the big red gum or the or something. So that's red cream soda. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. that. What do you What do you think cinnamon. fits with it? Like fucking cheer wine? <laughs> What's that? Cherry. Even, that's cherry. Cherry. Cherry cinnamon. Uh, Maybe Coke would be. No, Coke doesn't work. It's already off the table. I've had it. Uh. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> I, I think 
Coke v- probably vanilla is better Coke than might, Mountain Dew. Vanilla Coke might work. I was mm. just about to say a cream soda. Yeah, so I think that's boom. probably your best yeah. bet, like a cream soda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'll mix yeah. it with a sarsaparilla. Sure. We could uh, <laughs> dig out Pepsi Fire, which was a cinnamon flavored soda that came out. <laughs> mm. Oh, Christ. Pepsi Fire. What color was Pepsi Fire? Let me look. <laughs> oh, I bet it's like neon orange. <laughs> <laughs> Show me a picture of this soda. <laughs> um,. The label was orange, but it's more of just like a light reddish brown. Oh, and yeah. uh, the this, uh, picture of it has the caption, Pepsi messes up again with the promise of a cinnamon flavored soda. <laughs> hmm. Wow, Pepsi, you blew it <laughs> again. First clear Pepsi, now this. Well, uh, I've also. Kroger apparently did a Cineroll soda at some point. Oh, People that would be People also weird. searched. Pepsi Fire, uh, Pepsi Peeps Limited Edition. Oh, no. <laughs> Can of Peeps flavored Pepsi. You get three of them on Peeps eBay. Peeps flavored Pepsi. That's the opposite way. $120. That's the opposite what? direction I thought it would go. I thought it was going to be Pepsi flavored Peeps. Yeah, that's Peeps a, flavored Pepsi. I was, ho- yeah, I, I Why was does, hoping does for that. that. Do oh, these hold foibles on. automatically prove that Coke is better than Pepsi? No, because p- no, Coke also came out with a cinnamon version as well. Okay. I, I, I was just thinking, Coke like, came you only out, hear about this shit with Pepsi. Coke <laughs> came out with a cinnamon Coke the same time that Sprite came out with winter spiced cranberry. Winter spiced cranberry <laughs> might work. Um, Haley, I think you neglected mm-hmm. to mention that Pepsi Fire was part of a two-part marketing gimmick. Pepsi Fire and Pepsi Ice debuted at the same time. Pepsi Ice's Ice Mint Cola. Oh. I, you know, I, I did leave that one out. That's tough. Uh, to, that's tough. That's way, to that's that way worse than the Mountain Dew World of Warcraft sodas. Oh, well, I just, good. I just hit Pepsi discontinued, and there's, I mean, we got an oh, hour and a half oh, worth of material. Yeah, Sorry, no, we got to save this for the zone of truth. Pepsi Blue? Bad. Pepsi Blue, on the other hand, I'm all down for it. What do you think about Pepsi Apple Pie? Oh. I heard that was the first failure. <laughs> <laughs> Long slippery slope after the Pepsi apple pie. No, that's, that is in in like the article of the Pepsi fire, uh-huh. and it's like Pepsi fails again or whatever. The first picture was the Pepsi apple pie. Pepsi apple pie. <laughs> Anyways, I was gonna guess there was like a Fago flavor or something that would have worked with this. There oh, is. Sure. There yeah. are plenty of Fago flavors that work with this. Uh, and that is also Big K, which is Kroger's brand. Also has multiple flavors that come out with this. Mm. Like, you know, cinnamon roll. Yeah, you'd expect a brand called Big K to have something to quench your fireball mixing needs. (laughs) (laughs) I used to drink this cheap soda called Pinas. Pinas! (laughs) Pinas. That's the God's honest truth. We got it at at Save a Lot. It was a pineapple flavored, pineapple flavored pop. Just in time for Valentine's Day. P I N A Z. Pinas. So I like. (laughs) They were going for like pina colada and they got pinas. What? I I can't even think of the. What is the thought process behind that? (laughs) Pinas. That's like if they spelled <laughs> coat cock. Guys, it was delicious. 
They are so get some, close let's to Let's get penis. some on the zone of truth. Let's find some penis. <laughs> Shouldn't be too hard about that thing. A mispronunciation leads to penis. Penis. <laughs> that's it. That's what I think that's the standard pronunciation of it, right? It's supposed to be pina colada. Pen- penis. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Z keeps it from being penis. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I think we gotta roll off. Yeah, we do. Oh. We got too far down the penis train. All right, boys, come on, come on. <laughs> Although I know, I know what uh, what drink I want for my bachelor party now. Penis. <laughs> I think it's gonna be pretty hard to get, man. If we're gonna. We have a save a lot down the road. We have to make it happen. I was looking it up. It's I don't know. Discontinued. Yeah, very discontinued. <laughs> discontinued the penis. <laughs> don't this, like, worry. Twenty years ago. Speaking of pineapple soda, we could get a pineapple watermelon figo. That was awesome. Yeah, but that's not no called penas. I understand. <laughs> I'll see if I can lock down some penas for you. By the way, I got a nine. I got a 12. 13. Nine. Oh, it's a roll off. Double or nothing. Right. Keep the boys on the board, Steve. Come on. I'll do what I can. Facing down Emily, my arch nemesis. 18. Oh, I thought I was good with a 15. Yeah. No. Once again, the Campbells fold in rounds one and two. This is exactly this is oh yeah, that is what happened. Is, just time. like just like the Super Bowl, which will have happened after this. <laughs> the dice rolls are scripted. Yeah, you get it's one, like the you entire get both. NFL. The, it's scripted. Let, let me guess. We're gonna edit this out if the Eagles win. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> we're taking this out if the Eagles win. Hey, so I edit. It's my call. Well, if the Eagles win, then we know it's not scripted. You know. Because nobody likes the Eagles. <laughs> they want to appeal to more. They want to do the Patrick Mahomes has a bum leg and he still wins the Super Bowl story. Mm. I, I am. I, I'm not gonna lie. I'd be really excited to see the Always Sunny Super Bowl episode. Didn't they? I think they did that. They, they, didn't they, they do one after did the that. Eagles won in 2017? Oh fuck! Uh, fudge! You know. <laughs> well, we'll have to go Here, back. Okay, well, I've show, got some rewatching it too. Believe it or not. Believe it or not, you, you can swear, swear on this one. Yeah, you can say fuck all day long, just like we said penis three hundred times. <laughs> well, fuck me. I'm just, try- I'm just trying. Speaking of fucked, when last we left our heroes, they uh, they took down some monks and shook down uh, a cannibal for some information. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got it. They uh, they then kind of like searched around. An artifact room found a very interesting wand uh, that was connected to Reg's Mauda. And then they uh, continued on through this door, through which they, the store to the north, and they started to smell even more this kind of gingerbready aroma. Might go real well with Fireball. I don't know. (laughs) And as they examined the room, they found a, um, a table covered in like powdered mummy skin. Matume pointed out that that would be a bad idea to kick up. And as they were examining the rest of the room, the sarcophagi in this room opened up, revealing several mummies. Uh, Matume was the only one to notice from the outside of the sarcophagus. Over here is where you noticed it, Matumbe. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, some sort of shimmer in the air, something invisible in this room. And with that, I think I need you guys to roll some initiative. Oh, boy. 
I'm going to start with Lyra. Natural 20 for a 29. How about Eclipse? I was super proud of myself. I rolled a 14 and a 17 for a 19. Uska. 26. Air Bear. 20. Really bad. How about Durin? Durin has a 21. And Tulia. 27. What's your modifier? Nine. How about Ick? Seven. And Matumbe? Twelve. All right. At the top of this combat is Lyra. Gonna run through these names real quick. We've got a crass mummy lord. We've got an untruthful mummy lord. And we have a sunny mummy lord. Love it. This is rare for Lyra to get to go this early on in the combat. <laughs> Unfortunately, with the way she is positioned right now, she's peering in and she can only see one of the mummies. But she is surrounded by most of her allies, so she's going to start singing as a swift action. And since she can see one of the mummies, can I do a knowledge check on it? Yes, that'll be a religion. All right. Gotta roll high. Oh, did not. Uh, that was a natural one. That's not going to get a me. A natural one. Okay. As they say in the biz, tough titties. They <laughs> sure do say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the biz, they do. Well, Lyra can see one enemy right now. So she is going to throw out a burst of radiance at it. So I need a reflex save. Mm, a reflex save. Okay. All right. How is a 22? Oh, meets beats. Darn it. So close. It's going to take 17 points of damage and it'll take full. And then it's going to be dazzled, if this has any effect on it, for four rounds. Okay. And then she is going to move just off to the side so we're not all in a line. And she breaks up the party just by moving. Uh, She'll just take a five-foot step to the side. All right. Next up, Matumbe, how is a... 30 against your flat-footed. That's not going to do it. Okay. It would do it, but I got that swarm scatter going on, and that boosts my AC flat-footed to a 32. Okay, you feel something kind of by you, Mm -hmm. and then you feel it move away. Ooh. Okay, that's going to be a 32 against the Lopper's flat-footed. Sorry, 34 because of the invisibility bonus. Uh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. (laughs) That's gonna be 15 points of damage. What type of damage? This is magical bludgeoning, and it should bypass any DR up to silver cold iron. So I have DR 5 slashing and 10 magic. Okay, so... Uh, you would have DR5 to this. That's what I figured. Okay, so 10 points. And uh, you kind of feel whatever was near you move away. Okay. 
Tulia, you're up. Tulia can currently see one mummy lord. It is the cross mummy lord. That's it. And uh, honestly, gonna cast mirror image on myself. Okay. All right, so I got six images. So then she's gonna take a five foot step back to get a better like lay of the land and what this room looks like since she could really only see uh, at this weird corner. I can now tell this room is like an L shaped and at the very top of the L, there is another mummy lord. And that's all she's doing this round. Okay, Uska. Uska has maybe noticed that uh, Matumbe right in front of her was dodging something she couldn't really see. So she's not sure what's going on, but she knows that she can offer him a little bit of help. So she twists at his strands of fate and gives uh, Matumbe protective luck. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. And her position right now is quite good. Hmm. Yeah, we got Air Bear and Ick kind of deep in this room. It's full of adversaries, and then Matumbe and the Lopper are clogging up this door to protect all the squishies. And Eclipse is on top of the Lopper. Oh, I can't even see the token. Oh, now. wow. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> this, door, this door is full. <laughs> yeah, she's doing like a shoulder sit five feet above. In reality, she's flying, but... Yeah, and Uska's going to try to diversify a little bit so we're not so much in a line. She takes a five-foot fly over and up in the air, so she's uh, now going to be five feet up in the air. And now she can see the final mummy off on the other side of the L. All right. It is the untruthful mummy's turn. Let's see. 30-foot radius. Ooh, that's everyone. Uh, give me some will saves, friends. No. Uh, Ooh, boy. Even if we're, like, back around corners and shit? I think this is an aura. All right, well, I'm going to use my roll twice, twice. Or uh, not for Ikmer. Ikmer, I do that after if I fail it. But Bear Bear, I'm definitely doing my resolve. Thank God. Oh, the light had it just wrong. And so it was, it looked real bad, but that's 19 on the die. Uh, bringing that one to 29 for Air Bear. Mind affecting, charm, fear, disarm, steal, shadow. Mind affecting. Enchantment? No. Nah. Well, Endurin has a dirty 20, which I'm confident is going to fail this level. 27 for Eclipse. Okay. 10 for the Lopper. Okay. 29 for Mitsumbe. Oh, wow. Tulia has the same will save as Eclipse. Ikmer Not has... Not the result. Oh, sorry. Ikmer has a 28. Lyra has a 30. And Uska has a 36. Ooh. 31 for Tulia. Okay. Um, anyone... Below a 24, it's paralyzed for four rounds. <laughs> Neat. Oh. Dope. Oh, boy. Okay. So who was all that? That was definitely Durin. I heard the Lopper had like a 10. Oh, sure. The Lopper. <laughs> yeah, I think it might have just been Durin and the Lopper. Then those of you that can see the untruthful mummy see that it its wrappings 
go up in a blaze. And it moves towards the lopper and is going to slam at the lopper. That is going to be a 32 against yeah. Paralyzed Lopper. And the lopper will take 38 damage. Uh, is the lopper immune Magic to... Uh, this is magic and bludgeoning, I think. Okay. Yes, it's a slam. It will bypass all DR up to adamantine, however. So just the slashing DR is taken so out. 33, yep. Can the lopper get mummy rot? I don't know. I don't have any idea. Maybe, I guess. I'm assuming a fortitude save. Yeah, it'd be a fortitude save if he can get it. It, it doesn't say anything like the phantoms don't actually say anything about being immune to like diseases, curses, all that stuff. Okay. 22. 22 is successful. Uh, let's see. It is the next mummy's turn. It is going to move to the center of the room putting everyone within its aura, so I need a round of will saves again. Those of you that are already paralyzed can't be paralyzed for more than four rounds, so you're good. Oh, motherfucker. Uh, Matsube got a fucking two on this, on the, on the, on the roll, so I think it will be close. Um, that's going to be a 21, but it was a 24 was a success last time, so I don't think that does it. Other rolls. Uska got a 37, and Lyra is a 18. 26 for Air Bear, and 25 for Ikmer. Okay, once oh, wait. again. I could throw inspiration on this. Do it. I don't know if it's a failure yet. I, I know it's a failure. Those below a 24 are going to be paralyzed for two rounds. Then you see this mummy reach down to the stone ground and you all kind of feel a <sighs> as the floor begins to shift. The ground begins to turn to sand and you all sink huh? into it. What? No. Let me just draw a couple shapes here so you guys know where is mud. Everybody in that space sinks until, for most of them, they're at, like, you know, their shoulders. Let me tell you what this does. It's going to reduce everyone's speed to five feet and cause a minus two penalty on attack rolls and AC. You are all, well, you're not all. Um, anyone that's a medium-sized creature is able to walk through the mud at a speed of five feet those that are small or are treated as small because of height can't reach the bottom and so need to either be pulled out by an ally or need to, like, this is basically quicksand. And if you're paralyzed in the mud? You sink. How far? I mean, till your feet would touch the ground. 
Oh, okay. So like you're medium not, creatures you're not are paralyzed fine. prone. You're paralyzed, right? That's right. Paralyzed yeah. No, that's works. how that works. I so just this isn't sure. like a bottomless mud pit. No, it, just it, goes it down seems like five to, feet it, or whatever. It seems it's to be like five like, feet up. So it's just right. like created all this difficult terrain around you guys. I just want to make sure I didn't have to like as a clip start pulling the lopper out. <laughs> Get that pony in. It's now Duran's turn. Duran is paralyzed. Now for three more rounds. Eclipse. Okay. Eclipse. It's flying. The lopper. Paralyzed. Not going to be able to do anything. Oh, sorry. There was one more thing in there. If you can fly, you can fly up out of the mud. It just costs a full movement to get up out of it. I'm not in the mud. I know you're not. I'm just, you know. You said fly, and then I was like, oh, Uska can fly. So she actually can move. She is actually five feet above the ground right now. So I don't think she oh, would so be affected. Oh, so she's good. She's not even in mud. Perfect. Eclipse is right next to the untruthful mummy lord. So what better time than the present to, to start hitting this thing? Yeah, why not? I just want to make sure all my stuff's on. Since I know we did a rest, so I didn't want it to take off my power attack. You don't have religion, do you? Um, I do. I can roll it. Nobody's got any information on these things yet, so I just wasn't sure. I will roll religion with my plus 15. Plus 15. That's not too bad. I got a 15. 30. Uh, 30. We'll get you two questions exactly. Uh, these are not mummy lords. Oh. They are (laughs) mythic mummies. Oh, no, no, no. Hmm. What does that mean? Is that one of your questions? Uh, you know, <laughs> mythic stuff? No. Uh, hang on. Uh, what are was it defenses? That's a question. I fumble when I get this because that's not the thing I do. Special defenses. <laughs> that's the first one right yeah, away. That's Every time. Said yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> sure. They have damage reduction. They are immune to ability drain, bleed, death effects, disease, energy drain, exhaustion, fatigue, mind affecting, non-lethal paralysis, physical ability damage, poison, sleep, and stunning. Uh, They have mythic toughness. Okay. That it? That's their defenses. Um, What's the next question, Steve? Um... Oftentimes, if I have a third one in this case, which I don't think we do, I would I would find out more about that DR. Um, but with just one question left, maybe DR is the call. They have some mm. weird abilities that we've been seeing. I don't know that, if we've seen yeah. all of them though. But I, I always I, I always about- struggle I always struggle that with that question though because it's like what can you do with that most of the time? It's just like oh he's got he's got a cone attack or something. All right, well I'm just gonna get ready to get hit with the cone. You know like. A lot of times it's like, it's not stuff you can really avoid. Sometimes yeah, it is, I don't know. Like, the cone does acid damage. Yeah. Somebody casts resist energy communal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe special abilities, yeah. Yeah, I want to know personally about the special abilities. Okay, special abilities. It can change shape into any humanoid. It creates a spawn after you are killed. The mythic mummy can do this as a swift action to immediately oh, make you a mummy. That's concerning. It like. has um, desert mastery, which you just saw. It can command earth and sand within 100 feet to create a var- variety of spell-like effects. Uh, it can reduce rock to sand or 
uh, create lifelike shapes made from sand. The mummy can expend one use of mythic power to summon a giant advanced sandman as part of that desert mastery. Uh, other special abilities, it's got fast healing and has the surge mythic ability, which allows it to use a point of mythic power to add a d6 to any d20 roll. Ooh. That swift action is concerning because that means someone could go down and not get breath of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, and now I'm going to attack it. Okay. That's a nat 20. Yes. So I'm going to roll again to confirm. Mm -hmm. That's a 44 to confirm. 44 does confirm. Awesome. All right, so one critical times three. And then a, let's see if I got the second one. And that'll be a 33 to hit the second one. That hits. All right. So a crit and a hit. I don't have, uh, with this collector one, I don't have special ability on crit that I can do with this guy, can I? Nope. Okay. You're going to take 20 points of fire damage. Okay. Or sorry, that's not right. You're going to take 28 points of fire damage. So that is a total of 156 points of damage. Okay. You can't overcome its DR, so it's going to be less than that. That was a lot of damage for it not to go down. It hasn't been touched. I understand. It's just, uh, I don't know what their DR is, yeah. And then Eclipse is going to go. Uh, so, all right, yeah, it is burning me Um, just when I attack it. So... Be careful. And I, I, that's, I think, maybe her turn. She's going to stay by the locker, though, because he's uh, paralyzed and there's a creature right here, so I don't know why I wouldn't. Sure. Air bear. All right. I think the, the first thing that he's going to do is activate his challenge by saying, Zit was quite a uh, maneuver to... Fills the entire womb with your skin and other wrapping uh, dust to make it susceptible. This whole room susceptible to whatever disease that's you're carrying. And then I am debating whether or not to use his ability to see see invisibility for one round. He can only do it for one round. And it takes a full standard action. But after that, I wouldn't be able to see anymore. So I don't know if it would be all that helpful. I don't think so. Okay. There are enemies you can see. I'm, yeah, thinking. Yep. Okay. So then he is going to. I, I'm sorry. I meant to activate this challenge against the mummy that is right in front of him. So the furthest mummy away from the door, the sunny mummy. Activate the challenge, activate the boots of speed, and walk up and attack. Okay. He's got one attack with the blade of the rising sun here. Oof. Uh, not great. 23? 23 does not hit. Okay. I guess I, I meant to move all, all the way into his square. Oh, then he gets an attack of opportunity at you. Yes. 41. Yes. 23 points of damage. I need you to make a fortitude save. Okay. 
Oh, all right. 28? 28 is a success. Okay. Standard move, swift. That is, that is everything. All right. Matumbe, paralyzed. Are there any mental actions you wish to take? No. Okay. (laughs) Both both of my characters are chest deep in mud. I'm just hanging out. Just hanging out? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, one more round of paralysis on Matumbe. Ikmer. You know, he is just going to walk up to the sunny mummy just just, uh, as Air Bear did and attack as well. Okay. Does a 36 hit? 36 does hit. Ooh. All right. 37 damage from that hit. Seems like less, but you still do some damage. Good. And you don't take any fire damage because this is the last mummy to act, so it has not set itself ablaze. Good. The other two, though, are burning. And now it is this sunny mummy lord's turn. It does set itself ablaze. The sunny mummy looks like it came from the sun. Yes. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't help myself. I think it's going to back up because it's got this creature underfoot. It's going to five foot step back and attack twice. All right. At Air Bear. Ikmer will use the, but uh, in harm's way, in harm's way. Okay. Yes. Ooh. Okay. You're probably all right because you're giving a plus four. Mm-hmm. My highest is a 32 to hit. Air bear. Oh, uh, plus four. A thirty. Uh, oh, thirty-two does does hit with the plus four from. Oh, Igmer. I'm sorry. Um, that doesn't does not hit. Right, because you have to bodyguard to in harm's way, right? Yep. So, so you're you're giving him the plus four. So that was my highest. Both miss, but he is ablaze, and at the top of round two. Oh, wow. This might make a difference because it is his turn, so we got to do his aura. He's the final aura to go. So hold on whether that um, that hit or not. Let's see if uh, Air Bear and Ikmer, which are the only two within range of it, uh, succeed at their will saves. All right. Air Bear using another, yet another resolve was just his turn, so he can do that. Uh-oh. A one and a two. Oh. So, that that certainly affects the AC. Yeah. So, what what did Igmer get? Because that's going to yep. determine whether or not Igmer could have uh, bodyguard in harm's way. Very true. Okay. Let's see can do okay 18 on the die bringing that all the way up you're gonna be fine sweet assuming Ikmer still tries to bodyguard in harm's way his paralyzed ally that's gonna be a 32 and a 29 to hit your paralyzed AC plus 4 which probably will both do it because you lose your dex which is your biggest piece of AC. Absolutely. You are 100% correct. Both of those would hit. Uh, okay, so that. question is, are you bodyguarding in harm's weighing twice, or are you just doing it on the first attack? Just the first attack. Okay. So the first attack resolves against Ikmer. Correct. 
and that's going to be 32 points of damage. I need a fortitude save. Now, I think your DR is DR slash, so you're good there. However, this would overcome the DR silver. It's counted as a plus five weapon. Correct. So he, yes, so he would in fact just take the, take 29 damage. And a fortitude save from Ikmer. Oh, this is awful. This is very bad. 24 with a four on the die. All of the rolls. You're fine, buddy. Good. You're good. It's not a very high save. It's a very bad effect. Then the next one is resolving against Air Bear. That's going to be 38 damage, and I need a fortitude save from him. Oh, and I'm sorry. Let me get you how long Air Bear is paralyzed. Oof. Four rounds. Oh, boy. This will be tough. Okay. Let me... You guys got to start prepping some... Uh... Remove paralysis. <laughs> I mean, it's literally there's not that many people who can actually cast that. I think it's really? not one. It's not one like Tulia can even learn. Well, not Tulia, but got some freedom of movement could probably do the trick, right? Yeah, freedom of movement could do it. Both my characters have that. I also have see invisibility and invisibility purge, but I'm just jerking off over here. <laughs> hey, you just you just a just a little Sandman. Get a Happy little Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day to yourself. <laughs> much like on Valentine's Day, Matumbe is character or Matumbe and uh, Duran aren't doing much. Uh, yeah, not much planned. Oh, uh, this is bad. My rolls just uh, really, really, really bad. Uh, Twenty, twenty-three. That's still still okay. okay. For the record, my character also can't cast Freedom of Movement. I am literally stuck. My two characters are. <laughs> Steve, you said both of your characters can cast freedom of movement. Uh, the asterisk on Durin is that it's an extract, so it's only on himself. Oh, so that wouldn't be helpful to anybody else. But No, <laughs> no, it wouldn't be. <laughs> Very good for me, though. Yes. Toomey's got it, though. Can someone feed you your extract or does it become a nerd? I think you have to do it yourself. It becomes I, uh, inert, just like the bomb. Just like the bomb. Times. Yeah, that's how we roll the bomb. That's how we roll the potion. Yeah, and I think I think that's right. Okay, so that that is now resolved, and it is now Lyra's turn. Well, Lyra is paralyzed, so she can't do anything. But her song is still lingering, so make sure you have that still on your sheet. Uh, but she can't. She can't cast the freedom of movements that she has. Okay. All right. I'm going to five foot step and uh, perform a four round action that would provoke if I wasn't invisible naturally. Naturally. So what about echolocation? Is this the one that can't be echolocation or what? Um, I can't remember because I've had echolocation on because that's the hours per level mentioned right after the mansion. Yeah, let me think. I did not bring it up on my turn because, quite honestly, uh, you weren't attacking it. I was attacking at the mummy lords or the mummies. Um, so. so, full disclosure, it's a couple of invisible stalkers. They're like air elemental things, uh, which is why I have the trepidation with like echolocation working because I feel like that has to like bounce off of a solid thing. However, in their natural invisibility, it doesn't say anything about echolocation um 
So you could take an attack of opportunity against it. It's still going to coup de gras uh, the lopper. Great. I will take this attack of opportunity. 41. Okay. See if uh, 50-50 if you actually hit him. Because of blindsight? What? Like, why is it 50-50? Because you can't actually see him. I have blind, blind sight. Echolocation gives you blind sight. It doesn't give you... Blind sight, 40 feet. Okay. Which I believe that's the one where you don't have to... Yep. I do not. I should not have to roll. Okay. So now I'm... You, you go ahead and do damage. All right. That is 31 points of damage. Okay. That is 29 points of damage to the Lopper, which will be the Coup de Gras. Okay. You need to make a DC 39 Fortitude save or the Lopper dies. So then is this something where e so Eclipse could do the sacrifice to prevent the amount, that amount of damage? Because I have to make a save right now, right? It's a coup de grace, so you're, you're, it gets an automatic critical on the lopper because the lopper is helpless. Okay. Then it, then the lopper, because of this, needs to make a fortitude save equal to 10 plus the damage dealt, or it die, or he dies. Okay. And that's where, so Eclipse is going to sacrifice her HP to reduce the amount of HP he's taking. Okay, so as an immediate action, you're going to. And that's where I'm just trying to make sure I understand because. I can do this as a, this is, it says whenever my phantom takes enough damage to send it back to the ethereal plane as a reaction to the damage, spiritualist can sacrifice any number of her hit points without using an action. So that's what I'm trying to understand if this is like, if I can use that. I'll allow it. You have to take the full damage to, uh, to soak the coup de gras though. Like, so just do one and are like, you know, he would have to make a DC 28 fortitude save or die. You have, to t- right. you have to soak the whole damage to, to uh, reduce the save. Yeah. Okay. But I know I know what the fortitude. Well, I know what his fortitude modifier is, right? Mm-hmm. And I know a twenty-nine. I have to get a twenty to succeed. It's so a thirty-nine. That, or thirty-nine. Okay, thirty-nine. Uh, that I have. I can't succeed ever. So that's why I'm trying to get it down to a point where like I could at least attempt. Okay. So it's going to be ten plus the damage. So the lowest you can get it is ten. So she's going to take it all. Okay. Because the lopper has a plus nine, which is just nothing. Okay. And then I have a nine, a nine, so I just have to roll. I'm going to say if you took all the damage, you don't have to roll. Okay, perfect. Okay. So gets a free crit on the lopper. You absorb all the damage, so it doesn't result in a coup de gras. Awesome. Clever. Good use of that. Tulia's turn. Yeah, sorry for being confused. I didn't know you could do a coup de grace if someone was like... Uh, paralyzed? No, I knew if you could do it, it was paralyzed. I, for some reason, I thought that's why you always put enemies or like allies near them so that they can't... I just do that because from from my GM logic, I'm not going to... I'm not going to like do a creature... And that makes that, sense. ...that like rolls up, soaks an attack of opportunity, and does a coup de grace. But these are naturally invisible creatures, yep. so it does not expect you to be able to AOO it. Again, totally understand. That was just what was in my head, so I wasn't ready. So I was like, hang on, I don't remember any of these rules. <laughs> Anyways. 
Alright, so Tulia can see pretty clearly to the crass mummy lord, and she is going to cast the spell Hungry Pit and put a pit down in these squares. Let me draw that on the map. Put him in a pit. Alright, so there is a lime green square on the map. That is the pit. And it's pretty deep because it's 70 feet deep. I'm going to use a point to increase the save. Okay. So I need a reflex save. 30. A 30 is a success. Okay. He's going to jump here. Right? I just get to jump to a square adjacent to me out of the pit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. So that was her turn. And then I'm in the sand. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Is that difficult terrain? You have to use an entire movement to move five feet. Oh, God. Okay. I will move my entire movement to move five feet up closer to the door. Okay. Uska, you're flying. She is flying. And right as it is her turn, there's a glimmer of golden energy that flies over to Air Bear as he's healed five hit points. Oh, yeah. Then Uska has not done a knowledge check on these mummies, so I would like to try that. Sure. That is a 24. 24 gets you nothing. Darn it. Ooh. Ah, I tried. Steve shaking his head because he can't even roll as low as a 24. (laughs) Ah, I know. True. Well, (laughs) Matumbe was paralyzed and is just staring at a wall. Yeah, he's <laughs> silent, but knows everything. Know about everything. All the enemies in the room. <laughs> no, you fools! <laughs> As he sinks lower, and lower. <laughs> he's mentally screaming. He just crouches down. <laughs> I know someone who can help this, with this. At this point, it's just like his nose over the over the level. <laughs> he's just glaring. Uska wants to know more about these creatures. So she takes a five foot fly and because Tulia is sunken into the ground and Uska's five feet up, I believe I can occupy the space above her. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Then Uska, well, maybe she has to bend down a little bit to give Matumbe some freedom of movement. Some what now? Freedom of movement. You are All no longer right. Liberty of action? Liberty of That's what I'm <laughs> craving. Some liberty of action. All right. So I know this means that you can just move in the sand better, but in my head, you just suddenly uh, hover up above the sand. <laughs> like Hell you yeah. just You go from sinking to like, I am fine. <laughs> Thank you, Huska, for granting me liberty of action. I, I know you can do better. And then she is going to just start giggling to extend the protective luck on Matumbe. Okay. It is the untruthful mummy lord's turn. It is going to full attack at Eclipse. Yeah, I figured that was coming. Ooh, one's a natural 20. Oh, uh, wait a second. Other... Wait a second. Uska has gone. She did not use any immediate action. She is going to use divine interference. Okay. First level. Uh, the other one is a 
38 to hit. Yeah. And let me re-roll this with a minus one. Uh, that is a 33. Yeah. All right, two hits, but no crit. Good good use, good use. Well Thank done. You. Absolutely. In total, that is 74 points of damage. And does this go through Adamantian? Yes. Uh, guys, we got a problem. You know what they say in the industry? Tough titties. <laughs> tough titties. <laughs> really tough titties if it goes through Adamantian. <laughs> Because we we have we have some serious issues though. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. We've been having issues since moment one. Yeah. I didn't feel like it was so bad. <laughs> Two fortitude saves. Is this a disease by chance? Curse. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck, we're all gonna be mummies. Yeah, um, one was those was a natural one. You can't uh, really get out of that one. Uh, Nuts. Oh, yeah. Broke, mummy rot. Woke, mummy thought. Mummy thought. <laughs> That'll be Eclipse when she's a mummy in five seconds. All right. Ooh, five and five. Five points of con damage and five points of charisma damage. <laughs> oh, fuck. She's already been hit so many times in the con damage. What's it at? And I'll lay in another fuck because I can. You are allowed. <laughs> I'm not down. Okay, good. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm not down. Ooh. That's well, the, good. The good thing with that con damage is you are unlikely to need to roll a, a fortitude save for the rest of this combat. So Yeah, that's the good part. <laughs> I mean, my fort save still still my best save <laughs> by far. <laughs> well, then you're going to love this. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, you're... You're lucky. I can't justify making that five foot step with the pit there. <laughs> uh, so, hmm. Do I do it? This is the crass one. He hasn't been hit. Oh, no. Now the crass one looks up at the ceiling, and the ceiling turns to sand. Rude. And then what, Griffin? Same area, but everyone uh, needs to go ahead and make me a couple of. Uh, Couple of reflex saves. Everyone is sand gonna just fall on us? Oh yeah. The ceiling has turned to sand and it, it falls on you. It's raining sand. Making ten foot deep sand now. Alright. Eclipse is preparing for life as a mummy uh, with a natural twenty. She's fine in the sand. Okay. Twenty-nine from a tomb bay. Twenty for the lopper. No, God, no. I read the wrong thing. Wow, it's actually very bad for the Lopper. Eight. Yeah. Eight. Uska got a 26. 26 for Durin as well. Even Did while paralyzed? Yeah. Damn. I, 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 rolled, I, I rolled a 17 on the die. My reflex save is fucking awesome, naturally, as a super high dex character. And I do have paralyzed clicked on, so... Unclick it and see if it does anything to your Ooh, reflex. Good call. Let's see. Mine turned. Oh, it mine definitely should. Too. Yeah, I mean when when it's when it's clicked off, my reflex save is twenty three. Okay, yeah. That makes sense. Then your reflex save is like a nine now. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it it is. It went from a twenty three to a nine. Yeah. Like yeah, I would have I would have gotten a fucking forty on that roll. Yeah. Lyra got a four and can't do anything yeah. to improve that. 
Okay. It is a DC 24. So those of you above that uh, succeed. Anyone with evasion, so I know that's Matumbe, doesn't take any damage. Mm-hmm. Everyone else will take half. Thirty-three points of bludgeoning damage, or um, sixteen halved. <laughs> Stone skin is the only reason I didn't go down. And then he's going to take a five-foot step to be away from the pit. Durin, you're up. Here's another round of paralysis. So that's two of them. Yep. Well, now just sand's raining on his head. Eclipse. It gets everywhere. It gets everywhere. Yeah, it's it's like everywhere. I hate it. (laughs) It's coarse. (laughs) Which, I think that that line is very funny because I would assume that a desert planet would have sand that is extremely fine. And so it would be very fine but it gets everywhere. Yeah, but it's still coarse, even if it's fine. It's coarser than not sand. <laughs> <laughs> Although, when you got something in a crevice on your body, I would cut. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. things that are, there are a lot of yeah. things that are less coarse than sand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter how fine it is. I'm doing so bad. Yeah, you seem quite confused. Well, so I have a lot of, so I have two different spells that could possibly heal everybody a little bit, but I'm like doing really bad. And so I was considering healing myself because I, but I don't know how far, I don't know how bad everyone is, I guess. I'm pretty much right as rain, both of my characters. I barely even touch. Yeah. Like Tulia's fine. It's the Lopper and Eclipse that are not doing well. If you can reach Air Bear and Ikmer. Nope. Well, then it wouldn't matter. I won't say. Yeah, you guys are counted out regardless. Sorry. Uska can channel on her turn, but it'll be a while. Yeah. And that's where I'm I'm thinking, like, I'm at 15 uh, hit points. And these, as much as I'd like to attack the Mummy Lord, it's these guys are uh, able to put out so much damage and also swift action turn me into a mummy if I go, like, if I go too far down mm-hmm. i just i don't know you got it yeah. yeah 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 so with that in mind um healing does healing cause a do i have to cast fensley for healing yeah, yeah. okay freya does it's been a long time <laughs> channels don't but regular castings do yeah all right so then i can five foot fly up five more feet to to be 10 feet up right without problems uh, that'll, yeah, that'll get you out of range. Yeah, because right now you're five feet up, so we can still reach you if you go ten. Awesome. So I will five feet fly up and cure serious wounds on myself. And so I will heal 3d8 plus 13. All right, so I rolled two eights and a four nice. uh, for a total of 33 points of healing, which is fantastic. I really needed that. Still not uh, where I want to be, but I am much better. And then um, that should be everything that I can do. Air Bear, you are paralyzed. Correct. For three more rounds now. Matumbe, 
No longer paralyzed. Time to get to work. All right. Knowledge checks around. Mythic mummies, here we go. Come on, save the day. Flirty 40. Flirty 40 will get you... 42, actually. Because of the hat. Four questions. <laughs> All right. What is that DR? DR10 Epic. Never mind. Oh, wow. Uh. Okay. So we already know what special abilities. We already know what defense is. We know what the DR is. <sighs> oh, it had fast healing. So if we want to know how to stop that. Oh, that's so smart. Fast healing's not yeah. the one that stops. I think it's the other one that like oh, regeneration oh. or something that you can stop like a troll. Good instinct, but I got three more questions. Let's throw it out there. Almost never hits, but when it does, it's big. Got any weaknesses? Fire. Weak what? fire. Weak to fire when it sets itself on fire. fire. <laughs> that is a surprise. All right, I got two more. Does anybody want to know anything specific? You might as well ask special abilities, even though it doesn't really help us much. Or like, like you said. You're right. It wouldn't help us because we did ask that already. <laughs> I was. I'm being a smartass. No, that was Haley's second question. Special attacks. Sure, it's got mythic power attack, uh, which they have been using. I use that with a close during episode 200. It's pretty cool, guys. <laughs> pretty, pretty problematic. Uh, but beyond that, like really, just like the the mommy rod attached to all their attacks. You know, they're doing slams, which is bludgeoning, and you know they've got weapon focus. They've got on these slams. The equivalent of a permanent magic greater or greater magic fang. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. And they're getting a bonus from the desecrate in here. So that's all adding up to a pretty beefy two hit. Mm. Oh, so this area is desecrated. Could consecrate it. Interesting. All right, I have one more question. I don't know. The GM fun question. What's one handy piece of advice that we missed? That's that's a legit question. Sure. You know that this fire thing is a part of their wraps mm-hmm. and is acting as a mythic fire shield. Oh. So what does that mean? Essentially, you're taking a D6 plus caster level in fire damage, and they take leave it's half damage from fire which helps with their vulnerability because they have the cold version of the fire shield on or whatever oh so they take extra damage from fire because their weakness but then it's reduced because this fire shield yes yeah, so essentially if you dealt 30 damage to one of these in fire it would first be reduced to 15 mm-hmm. and then it would be 15 times 1.5 so it would be you know, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20 like 22, okay. 21. Interesting. I was very excited. I was like, oh, maybe I'll just like say screw it and go uh, freedom of movement during to get the crazy fire damage up in here. But that's actually not as effective as it sounded. Okay. Invisible stalker time. We definitely fought these guys before. I don't exactly remember everything. What was the right check for that? Uh, they are planes. Planes. 45. 
Yeah, we made friends with the left. Yeah, 45, you know, they have perfect flight. They have dark vision. They have combat reflexes. They get seven attack opportunities a turn. They have natural invisibility, which can't be removed with things like invisibility purge. That's what I thought, uh, yeah. They are immune to bleed, critical hits, flanking, paralysis, poison, precision, sleep, and stunning. They have improved initiative, lightning reflexes, and weapon focus. Uh, but beyond that, you know, their weakest save is will. Um, th there's not much more to know. These don't appear to have class levels. Got it. Or I guess they don't appear at all to you. Mm -hmm. So there's your basic invisible stalker uh, info. Awesome. Thank you. How bad is the lopper looking, Haley? Because I could put him back in the action with some freedom of movement. He's at, let me see, 40 hit points. You want the freedom of movement? I would absolutely love to be able to slam two times or at least slam one time with a All vital right. strike. Yeah, I was about, to, I was, you know, if he's a little lower, it's a little tough to justify if he's just about to get deleted, you know, but freedom of movement will bump up the AC and all that fun stuff. So Matumbe is going to touch his gooey friend, the lopper on the back, pump into him a freedom of movement, which is going to last a while, 140 minutes. Nice. And then I'm getting out of this mud. So he's just going to move five feet, yep. pulling himself up and out and all the mud just like slops off of his body. I see you rolling, probably an attack of opportunity, I'm assuming. Yeah, but I don't think a 21 is going to do anything to you. That will not. Even flat-footed and whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's his turn. Ickmer. Well, I didn't like you hitting my friend very much, so I'm going to hit you back. <laughs> Five-foot step up and full attack the Sunny Mummy. Okay. Which... I realized would be kind of funny if the blade of the rising sun critical that air bear is wielding critical threaded him so then he could be surrounded <laughs> in fairy fire and uh, also regular fire yeah you know the, the things that could have been oh wow uh speaking of the things that could have been uh 29 to hit for the first attack Meets beats. Oh, wow. Whew. Okay. Uh, then all three of these hit with a 36 and a 33. And with a 17 on the die on the last one is indeed a critical threat. And Whew. I'm going to try it. Okay. You're going to take 40 points of fire damage. Okie doke. Let me see if that confirms. Oh, 26 definitely does not. So three. Nope, but you got three shots against this. Now I'm going to take out uh, 30 from these three attacks. Sounds good. You said it was 40. I'm going to quick add on my the damage that it gave yes. me. 40 points of fire damage from attacking the uh, mythically fire-shielded mummy. Wow. It hurts? Yes, it does. It's a D6 plus 10 every time you hit him. Yikes. Oh, yikes. Okay. Let's roll some damage here. Really burn through Air Bear's hit points fast if uh, if he full attacks. He might kill himself trying to. <laughs> 110. 110. Oh my. With 80 hit points left. <laughs> That's 110. 
taking the 30 out of your 110 still destroys the sunny mummy lord. Yeah. Who's just about to act. Yes. Oh. Amazing. Perfect. And since Air Bear still has mental capacity, he is going to chain challenge to the the <laughs> crafts. He's just like, tell I had a I need to see the other guy. Turn me around, Air Bear. <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> it's too funny. <laughs> well, there's no facing a Pathfinder, so you can't chain challenge the one behind you. Interesting well, tactic being behind me while I'm paralyzed. I don't want to be the homework kid, but did we did we resolve the fact that Matumbe ended his turn next to the pit? No. Do I need to do something? Yeah, you got reflex, reflex save. save. Oh, I wouldn't have done that had I known that. Whatever. Reflex save. That'll be... Uh, 25. Remember, you increased the DC on this. I, I did. Cool. I will burn inspiration on this. That would be a good call. 31. You succeed. <laughs> that wasn't that very would, confident. That would be a good call. Too <laughs> <laughs> big freedom of movement straight <laughs> into the pit. <laughs> Drops right in. <laughs> <laughs> This son of a bitch just burns freedom of movement. Burns freedom of movement. Stick gets up out of the pit, dripping mud. Shouts some, uh, sh- shouts some, uh, what's the word? Uh, some exposition about the bad guys for like a minute in this face plants into the pit. <laughs> just aims for the bushes. <laughs> oh, that would have been uh, that would have been great. Lyra. Well, her song is still lingering. This is now the second round of her being paralyzed. So will that click off on the mummy's turn? Uh, This is your second round of being paralyzed. So yes, after this round, you are not paralyzed. Yay! Although, if you still are paralyzed, and nobody can see me... There are people standing in the doorway. There's someone underneath Uska. Wait, what? If you have to leave the room... Oh, Tulia's there. Yeah, Tulia's underneath it. I'm mixing up Tulia and Lyra's token, unfortunately. Um, Because I was was about to uh, coup de grace Tulia's token, which is not Tulia. Um, Hmm. I guess I'll attack Tulia twice. Go for it. She's got mirror images on, huh? I do. Go for it. Yeah, go for Mm -hmm. it. No, I'll just attack Uska, who's five feet up. That's fine. Go for that. <laughs> no, don't go for that. <laughs> Sounds uh, like you're going to attack one of us regardless. It's a uh, 28 against your flat footed. Yes, that definitely hits. The two on the die won't hit, so... 11 points of damage. Ooh, okay. <sighs> and the freaking lopper is no longer paralysis. Correct. So I'm just going to... Five foot step up and attack at Eclipse twice. Eclipse, you can see right here the uh, invisible yep. stalker. And he knows you can see him because you AOO'd him, which is why he's taking a five foot step. And then gonna attack at you twice. A 28 is my highest. And you Neither. can see him, so you're flat footed. Or so you're not flat footed. Yeah. Um, so he five foot steps up, swings at you twice, misses twice. 
And it's Tulia's turn. That was big. Not close. Uh, which way did that one that attacked Uska go? And she's asking Eclipse as she uses her full movement to move up one in the mud and into the room. And which way did the one that attacked Uska went? It is to the right of the entrance, standing by the sarcophagus, 10 feet from Matumbe and Tulia, also 10 feet from the hungry pit that Matumbe almost fell in. <laughs> I wouldn't call it almost. I was inspired not to fall in. <laughs> Just like all the other enemies, it got the uh, it, it got an adjective in front, hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if what if you pulled like a a pit onto the screen? It's like satisfied, hungry pit. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. All right, so I'm going to expend a point of mental focus, and I am going to use that to increase the DC of the spell I'm going to cast. And I'm going to pull out a pile of glass uh, from my bag, and I'm going to throw it in a 15-foot cone over in that uh, direction that Eclipse said. Okay. It was the invisible stalker. Mm-hmm. So I need that invisible stalker to make a fortitude save. That is a 28. Damn it. Okay, you succeed, unfortunately, which means actually, I believe nothing freaking happens, Mm. which sucks. As they say in the biz, (laughs) tough titties. (laughs) That was horrible. And then it can, oh no, to move out of the mud is a whole movement action. Okay, well, I'm done then. Uska. Air Bear heals five more hit points. Thank you. You're welcome. I figure you need it. Yes. Uska then flies into the room over Tulia and Matumbe. And the pit? Are you gonna she's going to fly the over the pit because she's already five feet up. Entice them to come to the Ooh, pit. Okay, I can't, yes. <laughs> can't enter the door. I hope I don't drop sand on top of you while you're over that there pit. We oh, yeah. If she got knocked down. Oof. Uh, so Uska positions herself over the pit so that she can still see a fragment of Lyra and Durin out in the hallway and is now within 25 feet of all of her companions. So she is going to channel some positive energy. Beautiful. That heals my stalkers too. Oh, shoot. I can't. I don't know where they are, so I wouldn't be able to... Uh, 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 roll twice and take the better exclude. on stalker. Unless, are they pointed out to her? Because she could exclude... Eclipse can point them out. Where's? Yeah, she could exclude... Yeah. Well, let me double check. I think you exclude creatures. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. It's so unfortunate because Tulia's spell would have eliminated one of them entirely. Yeah, it's a number of targets. Oh, darn. Yeah. Well, I think it's still for the greater good, if you ask me. Oh, agreed. Yeah. 23 points of healing. Awesome. Thank you. Does the ceiling height allow for her movement to move her 10 feet up in the air? It allowed me to. All right. I will do that as well then. And then. Okay. That would provoke. Moving up. Like as she goes in, it goes up. Uh Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the one that's right there by Eclipse 
is five feet down below Eclipse, and Eclipse is at ten feet. But and it's diagonal. It's like right to so here. like twenty against your flat foot. It probably doesn't get you. It does not actually. Okay, so you're good. I need to stop rolling fours on the die. You know what they say in the biz. It's a it's a tough titty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's her full turn. <laughs> nice. It's untruthful mummy lord time. It's going to attack the lopper until he's dead. If he can. Ooh. That's going to be 40. To hit? Yes. Yeah, that hits. I don't know why you asked. <laughs> I just want to say it. 34 points of damage, but you can take the slashing DR out of it. So 29 damage. Okay. And then 38. Yeah. Wonderful. 31 damage. All right, all right. And then I'll take a five-foot step back since you're stuck in the sand. Uh, Everybody over there is in the sand, so the Crass Mummy Lord moves up to attack an easy target. And try and get air bear. And Ikramar is going to take one of these for in harm's way. Uh, he only oh. gets one because he moved. Ikramar will just take the one then. Okay. It's only going to be a 26 to hit air bear's paralyzed AC plus four. <sighs> Meets beats. <laughs> oh, yeah. baby. Well, then I really can't miss you. Unless I miss you the natural one way. That is... 30 points of damage for Ikmer, or sorry, 33 points of damage for Ikmer, and I need a fortitude save. I guess technically I needed one of those from the Lopper too, but I really don't know. I still don't know if the Lopper can get Mummy Rot. Does he have a con score? Yeah. Okay, give me a, give me that. Okay. All right, Lopper and Eclipse, they're in the same boat here, both becoming mummies soon. Oh, you failed? Yeah. Okay. Lopper's going to take six points of con damage. Six? And two points of charisma damage. So if the Lopper dies, does that mean the last character that Eclipse killed with the axe comes back as no. the Lopper? Hmm, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah you hmm. think they cycle through hmm. that axe? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Ikmer got a 30 on his uh, save, by the way. Ikmer's good. How much charisma? Two charisma. Is it? Oh, my God. Yeah. uh, Lopper's dead. All right. He poofs. Yeah. There's like not even a way I can. I don't think I can recover. Can I take did the damage if it's charisma like damage or not charisma, but con damage that put him down? I think you can only take HP damage. That's what I thought. Yeah, so you could take the, like, however much damage he had taken in that last one. It was 31, so it would have been 26. So you could take the 26 damage. Yeah. But you can't take the effect of the mummy rot. So if the 26 damage would have kept him up, you could take that. It would have. Okay, so you can take the 26 damage. Okay. Oh, yeah. Could you have a... Well, since Uska just did her um, heal, could you have rolled twice? And yeah, it could have. In the better. 
I could have rolled twice and taken the better. Um, he's uh, Fort's not a hundred percent. So yeah, I didn't. I didn't think about it because I forgot it was the mummy rot, and I have no idea if he can take it. <laughs> so I was just like too relaxed about that. It was my own fault. Durin still paralyzed. Hanging out. One round to go after this. Eclipse. All right, so Eclipse is going to five foot fly down. Diagonally down. Yeah, and then she's going to cleave these two. Okay, who are you starting with? Who I'm starting with gets the higher, right? Cleave is... Or, your, hang on, hang on. Is that your full attack bonus for all oh, of yeah. them? It's just they have to be adjacent to each other. Right. And you have to hit one to hit the next one. Okay, so... If that's the case, then I will start with the invisible stalker and then hit the other one, hopefully. And that is a 36 to the invisible stalker. Yep, that hits. Okay, perfect. And then uh, the mummy is a only a 39. That is better than your last one, so I don't know why you said only, but yes. Uh, because I even get a plus two because it's not dead, and I still got a 39. <laughs> Anyways. Again, 37. Still better than 36. It is! It is! It is! But I know that was the harder one to have. Uh, I rolled a 16, so it's only a 39. Go ahead, Jackass. <laughs> roll your damage. I have, a, I have a plus 28. I did not roll well. <laughs> Anyways. How do you have a plus 28 on your second attack? Oh, I guess you're at full attack as a cleave. Yeah. yeah. And your AC is too lower for the rest of the time. Oh, that's correct. Uh-oh. That's the concern. All right. So the first one is going to take oh, 35 points of damage. So the Invisible Stalker will take 35 points of damage. Mm-hmm. And then the next one, uh, the Mummy will take 42 points of damage. That Mummy is destroyed. Yes. Yay! All right. All right. Okay, that is so good to hear. Wow. All right. Neat. Hey, bear. Hang on. Slopper's turn. Okay. Trying to figure out what I'm going to do with him. Can I make a, a a wild attempt at an attack at this uh, invisible stalker that Eclipse knows where it's at? Yes, it will be a 50% mischance, just like attacking the square of any invisible creature. Boy, I wish this man could heal himself. He can only deliver touch spells, but not, uh... I don't think that means he could ever cast them without the other person. That's not how that works, right? Right. Yep. Shit. Okay, cool. 50-50 shot. Mm-hmm. 51 and higher hits. Is that how that works? Yep. 73. Nice. Woo! Nice. 33. 33 hits. Awesome. All right. 62 points of damage. That is a dead invisible stalker. Yay! Yeah! <laughs> Eclipse will call out. Um, that one over here, the one invisible one is gone. The other one's still over there. Tumbe. How many invisible stalkers do we have left? Is it just the one just or is there one that, just uh, one? Just one within the 40 feet that Eclipse could see. Gotcha. <laughs> and what was the square that it's in that you pointed out there? That guy. All right. So Matumbe is then going to take a five-foot step down. So he is no longer going to be ending a turn <laughs> next to a hungry pit. 
He is then going to start swinging at this square. I'm going to be swinging twice. If I miss on the first one, I'll be using my second chance feet to preserve that BAB. Uh, let's see what I get here. And notably, this is not an undead creature, so it's not like Bane or anything applies. I could throw Bane on here if I had not rolled my inspiration as an immediate action in between turns. Ooh, that certainly breaks a 33, so that would hit. Let's get some percentiles up in here. That's an 80. I got him. Nice. Woo. 28 points of damage. Can you wrecked 80. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call it. <laughs> That's right, Brooks. <laughs> you wrecked 80. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Hopefully you're not having any dysfunction. Don't, don't, don't roll a flaccid 50 this time. Ooh, I think I got a flaccid four. Um, yeah, that's going to be a 22 before inspiration. I don't think an inspiration would even save that. And if it did, I'd be rolling 50% chance. I'm going to leave it where it lies. Got one hit on him, though. Sure did. Ickmer. You keep hitting my... Oh, shit. Sorry, Eclipse. You take um, 11 points of fire damage. Okay. For attacking the mummy. Oh, thank God the lopper didn't. Yeah. All right. Ikmer's turn. He's going to say, you keep taking advantage of my paralyzed friends. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the mummy turns to you. Well, when you put it like that. <laughs> I don't really like this anymore. The crass one? Yes, he is attacking the crass. I think the I think the only one that's gonna hit is the his his first attack here with a 38, the next highest being a 25. Yep, a 38 hits. Okay. He will take some damage for it, but he will do 30 damage, which Okay. And he takes 15 fire. Yes. Lyra. Lyra is... You're no longer paralyzed. Finally. Yeah. She, as a swift action, starts singing again. So that's not interrupted. She can see where she's at in the quicksand. One mummy. But she also has a paralyzed friend right next to her. She knows... I mean, Durin's pretty far out of the action. It's going to take me around even, like, get into place and figure out what I can do here. Mm. Even with freedom of movement, would that allow you... Oh, freedom of movement. No, yeah, the, you're right. That would that would be very helpful. Because the only other thing she can do from this position right now is do a burst of radiance at the mummy, which does damage, but mm -hmm. not as much as Durin can do. Lyra looks into the room and then looks back over at Durin and she puts a hand on his shoulder as they're both sunk in the sand saying, let's get you back out there. And she casts freedom of movement. <sighs> Much appreciated, Lyra. Time to get to work. As he shakes his shaggy white hair side to side and flings sand everywhere because it would rain down all over him. All right. You moving at all? You know, where she's at right now, she can see one of the mummies and she knows there's some pretty nasty stuff inside the door, but 
Man, movement through the sand is so tough. She's going to take a five-foot full move up to the door just so she can get a better better view. Sure. Tulia. Tulia. Wow, okay. Tulia certainly does not want to move even a little bit because if she does, she can only move close to the pit. <laughs> so I do have... The wand of magic missile still in my hand with a uh, fifteenth level, so I figured I would use that. Okay. And um, obviously targeting the mummy because that is all I can see. So, all right, nineteen points of force damage directly at that mummy. Seems like damage. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's all she's gonna do. Uska. Air bear is gonna heal another five hit points. Aw, yeah. If Uska was to move up to the mummy and try to do a touch cure spell, and and maybe she wouldn't know this from the information we've gotten, but would she take fire damage for that? Okay. Yes. You're touching it to attack. Okay, that makes sense. You know what? That is her best bet of actually doing some damage to this creature. So are you casting, then moving in, or are you... Yes, she's going to cast it, so have it charged up, and then move up to it, moving down to just five feet up in the air. Does a 31 hit your flat-footed? Oh, no! From what? From the invisible stalker that's Could... up by her. Wouldn't Eclipse be able to yell out? Like, she's been yelling out the location the whole time. I mean, I feel like you can't yell out every second of everything. Okay. That seems like kind of bullshit. Well, in Hi. that case, uh, yeah, that would hit. All right. Let's see if you can succeed the concentration check to keep the spell. It's going to be 17 damage. And there... So Freya was just struck with a melee, uh, melee attack, and I forgot to do this before, but there is something that is supposed to happen. Okay. If, if I can still do that since I forgot it the first time. Sure. So I will resolve this concentration check first. I don't normally cast spells in combat. Is it... What is... She took 17 damage, so I know it's a roll. 10 plus damage taken plus level of the spell you're casting. So it's going to be 27 plus the spell level. So it's a third level spell. So it's a DC 30 concentration check. And you should have your bonus to concentration yeah, check on there. my sheet, so I will use that. It's it's possible with a natural twenty. Oh, wow! Yeah. That nice. succeeds. So you keep the spell. And uh, so now, does your invested yes. uh, spell go off against the invisible so stalker? She prepared bestow curse. So this is a. I need a will save. A will save from this yeah. guy. Let's go. All right. That's their worst save. Not a high save. It's not a high roll. It's a 10. Ooh, that fails. So if this creature can be cursed, it is now cursed. It can be cursed. Do you have a curse in mind? Ooh, yes. Mummy rot. No, I'm thinking giving it... It has a 50% chance of acting on its turn. That's I, my favorite. Yeah, nice. I was going to say there's a clear correct yeah. answer, and it's that, that one, yeah. That's always a good one, or do the minus six to con. Mm, mm-hmm. 
Mm. And those are my two favorites. <laughs> I think it's like minus six or minus eighters. Okay. But that means she... He's got a 50-50. does get the uh, Cure Serious off, so... Now you gotta make a touch yeah. attack against the mummy. Still charged up in her hand. Nice. Feels like a complex turn. I like it. It is. <laughs> trying to cast healing spells to harm is a lot. She's kind of putting the team on her back here. Getting Matumbe out, right? I think, first. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't be an Emily character if they didn't suffer the burden of the rest of you. <laughs> there point. She would deserve one. <laughs> that is a 37. 37. It's touch. Yeah. Now, do I go. do I get a save against this cure spell or yes, not? Yes, you do. So it is a will save. Will save. And let's see. This isn't channeled positive energy, so I should just use my regular roll. Ooh, that's a dirty 30. All right. That succeeds, so it's only going to take half. Okay. And I rolled two ones on D8. Oof. Oh. So that's... Uh, so it would be 20 and then it's halved for just 10. Ten. Oh. And then you <laughs> take 11 fire damage. And it's actually only 6 because Uska okay. has some uh, resistance to fire. Nice. Yes. Tiefling. Nice. Well, having just been hit with positive energy, I think the crass mummy lord is going to turn her, and being accused of, you know, taking advantage <laughs> of their bear <laughs> is going to full attack at Uska. Ooh. Put my power attack on. Okay. One's a 19 on the die. That definitely hits you. The other one is going to be a 34 to hit. Oof. Yeah, both hit. Uh-oh. Okay. 68 points of damage. Ouch. And I need two fortitude saves. This is a curse. Oh, son of a bitch. I should have rolled twice on my stupid oh. invisible oh. save. <laughs> Ooh. All right, I feel better now that I missed that on the lopper got cursed. <laughs> Ooh, uh, I'm going to roll twice and take the better on the first one. I mean, we yeah, we know it's just Steven saves, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Oh, boy. You can't get Mummy Rod twice, so if this roll twice doesn't work, you know. Okay, the lowest I got was a 16. Okay, so, so you're yeah. good on that first roll. Oof. One more. She just uses those your two rolls. Oh, I rolled three dice, so that was... Yeah. Oh, okay. The lowest you got is yep. a 16. On all three. three, yeah. Okay. 16 on the die. 16 right? on the die, which goes to a 30. Yes, yes, you're good. Okay, no mummy rot for you. For now. <laughs> for now. Durin. All right, Durin is going to move into this room. First move into the combat for him. <laughs> Doing great. Had a little trouble getting through that door. Okay. Yeah, when the doors are right in the middle of square, or like when they're directly in the middle of two squares, you can't go straight through them. Yeah, I had to like go to the side mm -hmm. and then come through diagonally. But that's 30 feet of movement with freedom of movement coming out of this, uh, this nasty mire of mud. He can only see one adversary. It is the big old mummy 
And what he's going to do is attach a good bomb to an arrow from his orc horn bow and take a shot. Okay. Oh, 16 on the die. Nice. I got that. Yep. That's a 40s plus. You'll get him. Okay. Let's do my regular piercing damage first because you're going to be taking some DR out of this. Mm-hmm. 15 points of damage. I think it's reduced down to five. Yep. But then I got some good damage coming at you. 27 points of good damage. Ooh, that's good, good damage. Nice, nice. And as he got in the room, he clipped a bomb onto an arrow, fired it, it exploded. Of course, I excluded the squares that my friends are in. That's his turn. Unless the invisible stalker is within five feet of that creature, which I don't think it would have been. No. Okay. All right. Eclipse can see the invisible stalker, though, Mm -hmm. and is going to fly, stay five feet up and fly next to the pit and next to it. It is 10 feet up from me. Uh, Eclipse is going to attack at it. That is a 30. 30 hits. Yay! Nice. Awesome. That is going to be max damage of a 38. Okay. Move, attack. What's Lopper doing? What's the dog doing? All right. Lopper's going to do something incredibly risky. Mm -hmm. He's got free movement. I know. Liberty of action. Liberty of action. All he wants is liberty of action. Lopper's going to go under Uska. Okay. And then... He is going to slam with a vital strike at the mummy. 38. Okay, okay. 38 hits. Let's go. 72 points of damage. Yeah. Even with the DR, that is a defeated. Yeah. Nice. And how much damage does the lopper take? Because sure. the eclipse is going to absorb all but one point. 15 points of fire damage. All right. Eclipse is taking 14 points of damage. <laughs> was the lopper at one hit point? Yeah. Oh my. The lopper's been sitting at one for a hot minute. Jesus. Wow. Uh, Eclipse just keeps taking it in. There's not a range on that, right? As long as you guys are within your. As long bank. as we're within our, like, 50 feet of no strain. Okay. Good. Air bear paralyzed for only one more round. <laughs> oh hell yeah! <laughs> That's probably the softest titty news we've heard today. Air bear's about to be back. Honestly, I think that this might being paralyzed might have saved his life. For sure, because you would have killed yourself attacking the mummy. <laughs> Let me just bled this guy sixty-five points of damage. <laughs> Uh, the one that he had been attacking has moved, right? Yeah, it was just Eclipse's turn, so she'd probably just be like, it's right here. Yeah, she said it was five feet above her. But that's like... It's well, ten that's feet ten. up. Yeah, that's... Do you want to not... do, 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 do a shakaroni dump right, dunk right over the pit? Oh, do some long oh. arms. Over the wow. pit? Right over the pit? It's right over the pit. I don't think I can make the high jump and the long jump at the same time is the problem. Because if I could, I would try that. Um, you got any uh, any heals? Yeah, I do. Who's in range? I mean, Lips maybe. She's right next is to she, the is enemy. She, is she just five feet up? Yeah. She's not okay. Then yeah, absolutely. 
he is going to spin his book around and smack Eclipse on the back with it. <laughs> I'm going to burn a level three spell that is going to give me a cure serious, I think so it's I called. Don't, don't smack Eclipse too hard because she's not, <laughs> not too much higher than the locker. Eclipse spit blood. <laughs> <laughs> Eclipse is doing bad. <laughs> 25 points of healing. Thank you. You have more than doubled my health. Hell yeah. Nice. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's nothing else for me really to do this turn. I can't see anybody. Just heal the clips and that's it. Sure. Ikmer, you know that the thing is right here, 10 feet above the pit. I guess I could just show you guys where it is at this point. Until it moves. Hey, do, do you still have that hammer you used to throw occasionally? <laughs> Fucking Mossberg Marauder's hammer. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't. I don't have it anymore. Oh, that's too bad. But I am gonna. I am gonna do another, uh, a different kind of throwback. He is going to antagonize. Oh yeah, I haven't heard that one in a while. (laughs) Remind me of what antagonized. (laughs) So I. I'm going to use Intimidate mm-hmm. a, against a DC of 10 plus the target's hit, hit die plus the target's wisdom mod. Okay. And I guess this is assuming that it can uh, it, it can understand English? Yes. Okay. It is assuming that other invisible stalkers you've met do understand common. Okay. I will... I guess not that you've met, but that Batumbe has met, mm-hmm. who did the knowledge check. Some of his best friends are invisible stalkers. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, uh, this is an 11 on the die, bringing it to, oh boy, 28. 28 antagonizes the invisible stalker. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it should count if you don't say something. What's, what's he say? <laughs> it pisses this guy off. Well, if you were really that tough, why don't you just make yourself visible, come down here and try to attack us? I literally can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why he's so mad. (laughs) He's pissed. Tired of being called a pussy for being invisible. (laughs) Naturally that way. Lyra. Oh, he's sniffly though. (laughs) I didn't see that before. So we have fought these types of creature before and we were able to reason with them and they're like kind of an elemental. Would Lyra know if they are evil or that depend creature to creature? You would know that like almost all elementals are neutral. Okay. She has summoned a fair few. She doesn't know or she can't see exactly where the creature is, but she knows roughly where it is. And so she casts Soundburst over uh, kind of the general area that the creature's in, kind of surrounding up and above the pit. So it's a 10-foot radius spread, and I need a fortitude save for the Soundburst. So are you casting it, like, here? 27. Okay. All right, that succeeds. So you are not stunned but you are going to take a little bit of damage. Ooh, 
Not awful. Six points of sonic damage. And she continues singing. Let me see if I get to act. That is a seven. So no. Ah, nice. Nice. Tulia. Neat, neat, neat. Tulia is going to pull out the wand of greater infernal healing and then cast that on Eclipse. Okay. I, I, she can't really attack the one in the air with anything that wouldn't potentially hurt someone else. So, Uska. Uska is not feeling great and she can't see where this enemy is. Uh, but she knows Eclipse has been at least able to see it. So instead, she is going to heal herself with a cure critical wounds. All right. Durin. Okay. Durin is going to attach another good bomb to an arrow from the plus one seeking orc hornbow. And he's going to aim it at where he knows this creature is and let fly. Natural one. Oh, no. Would have been great with that seeking property. Yes. But oh. that's a big old nothing. Eclipse is going to attack twice at this invisible stalker. Come on. Finish finish him off. All right. Yeah, give him, as they say in the biz, give him the tough titties. <laughs> First one, natural two. Soften those titties 30. up. 30 still hits. Second one, 18 for a 38. Yep, also hits. Nice. Great. Don't forget your D6s of sonic damage. He's dead. Uh, That's going to be 34, uh, 35 points of damage, and then 37 plus 6 points of damage. Woo! Kill him. Woo! Yay! Nobody else sees what happens. It just (laughs) looks like Eclipse swings through the air, and then like three seconds later, you hear a splash at the bottom of the pit. I was going to say, this is the time for Matume to do the running jump over the pit to try and get him. (laughs) After he's already dead. We're done. (laughs) Matume says, oh, and you're out of combat. Yeah, Matume flies into the pit after him, taking (laughs) uh, 76 fall damage and yeah. Sure. So uh, I need you guys to finish your drinks. We'll see you next week. I knew it. Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Inc. and used with permission.